If you look at the list of Bloomberg's billionaires, you'll see a lot of billionaires on that list that own stocks or own companies that pay a dividend. For example, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Amencio Ortega. Everybody knows Bill Gates from Microsoft. He used to be the CEO of Microsoft. But what a lot of people don't know is that Bill Gates owns a holding company called Cascade Investments. That holding company owns stock in companies such as Republic Services and even Microsoft. Both pay a dividend. And Cascade Investments has produced over $50 billion in a combination of stocks and dividends for Bill Gates. Amencio Ortega, he owns a large percentage in the company called Inditex, which is the largest clothing retailer. When it comes to dividends, he has received over $10 billion in dividends from his company. And then Warren Buffett, who owns Berkshire Hathaway. In Berkshire Hathaway, he owns stocks in companies such as Coca-Cola, Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, Costco, all these companies that also pay a healthy dividend. Now, everyday investors like you and myself, we don't have millions or even billions to invest in the stock market. But dividend-paying stocks do open up the doors for us to build our wealth. Let's start with the basics. Let's look at what a dividend actually is. A dividend is nothing more than cold hard cash that hits your brokerage account as a shareholder from a company that you invested in. Now, not all companies pay a dividend, but for the companies that do pay a dividend, and especially the companies in the US that do pay a dividend, they usually pay a dividend on a quarterly basis. One thing that I always pay attention to when I'm looking at dividend paying stocks is that these particular stocks that I wanna buy need to be able to grow their dividend faster than inflation. Inflation, of course, is the rise in prices for goods or services over time. So for example, let's say you go to your local grocery store and you wanna buy a bag of potato chips. It might be 250 today. Come back a year later and it's selling for 275. Or let's say you wanna buy a Coke and it's selling for $2. Come back six months from now and it's going to be $2.10. So inflation causes your money to be worth less over time. Your money actually loses value. Inflation on average is 3 to 4% each year. So let's say you had $50,000 saved back in 1999. 20 years later, your buying power went from $50,000 to $32,000 because of inflation. That's why when I look at investing in dividend-paying companies, they need to be able to keep up and grow their dividends faster than inflation or just keep up with inflation. If they can keep up with inflation, so a minimum of 4%, the money that I invested is able to retain its buying power. But of course, if it can increase the dividend faster than inflation, faster than 4%, to me that's even better. So when investing in these dividend-paying companies, I'm looking for consistency and stability. Consistency in the sense that I look at the last 10 years or more and I want to see that this company has been able to consistently increase their dividend per share. And of course stability. In times of economic turmoil, when the stock market might crash, these dividend paying companies that I invest in continue to pay an increasing dividend even during a stock market crash. So how does this whole thing work? 
how can I buy these dividend paying securities and where can I see my dividend? In order to get a dividend, you need to buy securities that pay a dividend. Securities being a stock, a mutual fund, an index fund or an ETF. Now in order to buy these, you might have a brokerage account open or you can use your 401k, your Roth IRA, your IRA or even a 403b or another investment account that you might have opened. One company that pays a consistent dividend is the Coca-Cola company. Another company that pays a dividend is the Nike Corporation. An index fund or an ETF that pays a dividend is the S&P 500 from Vanguard, index fund and ETF. Now, with an index fund, such as the Vanguard S&P 500, you're going to get a quarterly dividend from the underlying companies that this index fund is invested in. This quarterly dividend gets automatically reinvested into buying more shares or even fractional shares in that S&P 500 Vanguard index fund. But if you own individual stocks, for example, the Coke stock and the Nike stock, you have the option of either reinvesting those dividends or having that dividend deposited in your brokerage account and then you have the option to do multiple things with your dividend. You can take it out depending on which investment account you have or you can use that dividend to buy other stocks that pay dividends or even growth stocks. The amount of dividends you receive is directly in line with how many dividend paying stocks you own. So for example, let's look at Coke. Coke pays 41 cents per share per quarter in dividend income. So if you own one share in the Coke stock, you make or you get 41 cents per quarter. Times four for the year is 164 if you own one share. Now, if you had 10 shares, you would, of course, not get 164. You would, you would get $16.40 per year for those 10 shares. Now, here's the cool thing about a company like Coca-Cola. And Coke is not the only dividend-paying company who does this. Coke has been able to increase its dividend payment by about 7% in the last 10 years. So the first year, if you own those 10 shares, yes, you'll get 1640. But the second year, your dividend income has potentially increased by 7%. Take that dividend income and reinvest it into buying more shares of Coke, or you can take that dividend income and spend it on buying different companies that also pay a dividend, and also put more money into your account to buy dividend paying companies and you're on your way to slowly growing your wealth. So let me reiterate. The four ways to snowball your dividend income and your dividend wealth is to reinvest the dividends that you get from these companies. The companies, if you've done your research, they should be able to grow their dividend income faster than inflation, so at least 4%. Some of these companies also pay a special dividend every now and then. And then you want to put more money into your account to buy dividend-paying stocks. Those are the four ways to snowball your dividend wealth. So why do some companies actually pay a dividend? Well, a dividend is like an appreciation to the shareholders for actually believing and investing in the company. Whenever a company goes through an IPO, they go to the IPO, initial public offering, because they wanted to generate enough capital in order to expand their business practices. And the investors that believed in the company get their repayment in the form of a dividend. 
Another reason also is that people that actually work at the company, upper management, even CEOs, they might also own stock within that company. So it's in their benefit that the company does well and is able to increase the dividend because it will directly benefit them and their pockets. And then lastly, of course, having a dividend-paying stock brings stability. It brings long-term shareholders to the company. Dividend-paying companies, also called blue-chip companies, are a lot more stable than growth stocks when you look at the stock market. So whenever you see that there's a stock market dip or a stock market crash, it usually hits the growth stocks first, particularly tech stocks. When you look at the dividend-paying companies, yes, they do get hit also, but they're able to recover faster and they don't get hit as much as the growth stocks. Hit meaning shareholders selling their shares. Usually with those dividend-paying companies, yes, the price might go down, but some of these companies still pay their dividends and especially a dividend that increases year over year. So shareholders just keep holding on to the dividend, to this dividend paying stock because they don't only pay attention to the price of the stock, they particularly pay attention to the dividend that they receive. Now, I want to show you guys some of the companies that I have on my watch list, or actually I can show you my whole list. Now, the companies that I do have on my watch list, these dividend paying companies, I haven't bought all of them because some of them I just added to my list. And others, I haven't bought them because they're way too expensive at the moment. As a value investor, I only like to buy companies when they're trading at a discount. Some of these companies currently are just overpriced. So let's go through that list and definitely take notes. Some of these companies you might be familiar with. Others might seem new to you. But these are companies that have been paying a dividend for at least 10 years. An increasing dividend. So let's just go through the list. So some of the companies you might be familiar with are companies such as T. Rowe Price, 3M, AppFee, Kimberly-Clark, Kellogg's, of course, Target, Lowe's, Unilever, definitely Coca-Cola, Nike, Texas Instruments, Walmart, Colgate, Hasbro, Johnson & Johnson, Yum Brands, the PepsiCo company, Procter & Gamble, Hershey, Clorox, Microsoft, Hormel Foods, Stanley Black & Decker, Fastenal, Granger, McDonald's, The McCormick Company, Sherwin-Williams, Visa, Costco, Walgreens, Qualcomm, Estee Lauder, Genuine Parts Company. So those are the ones that I have on my list. I'm not too big on tech stocks even though i make exceptions i have microsoft on my list the very first dividend ever paid was back in the 1600s by a company called the foc this was a dutch company foc standing for the verenigde oost indische compagnie also called the dutch east india company this company traveled all the way to asia by ship to trade in commodities commodities such as sugar spices coffee etc now you can already imagine that traveling by ship to trade in commodities from the netherlands all the way to asia is not only a very long trip but a lot of these ships didn't make it or a lot of these ships took quite a beating so what the foc wanted to do they wanted to increase their capital so they could buy more ships because business was booming 
and they also wanted to insure their ships. So what they ended up doing was selling shares within the company or in the company to Dutch citizens. And the Dutch citizens who invested in the company, in return for investing in the company and believing in the company, they received their first dividend. Previously, we talked about my watch list and I showed you guys all the companies that I have on my watch list. Now, if you wanna create your own watch list or if you wanna update the watch list that you already have, definitely look at my watch list and pick and choose the companies for your watch list that would make sense for your investment portfolio. Another thing that you can also do is think about the products that you use on a daily basis and see if those companies actually give out dividends to their shareholders. So for example, if I think about my daily life, of course, I wake up in the morning and I brush my teeth with Colgate. So Colgate, I jump on the Colgate website, boom, they pay a dividend, okay? But I still have to do some analysis before I add them to my watch list, but Colgate is actually one of those companies that I do have on my watch list. Clorox is another one that comes to mind. Even Nike, some of the shoes that I own are Nike shoes. Nike is also a company that I have on my watch list. So that's one, uh, one good technique to use also. Look at the products that you're using on a daily basis and see if those companies give out dividends to their shareholders. Nothing is better than using products and while you're using it, you also know that you're getting paid a dividend from those specific companies. Another technique you can also use is look at buying stocks on the list of dividend achievers, dividend aristocrats, dividend champions, or dogs of the Dow. Now keep in mind that if you're not the type of investor who wants to go out there and pick and choose individual stocks that pay a dividend, you can always look at mutual funds, index funds, or ETFs that are dividend focused from companies such as Swap, Vanguard, or even Fidelity. Dividend investing has definitely changed the way I look at investing. It pretty much has changed my investing style. I used to be a passive investor, so I would invest in index funds. I've never invested in a mutual fund. But once I taught myself how to analyze companies using fundamental analysis, and then when I learned about dividend investing, it changed my investing style. Nowadays, I also use some technical analysis, some day trading techniques, like right before I'm ready to buy a specific stock. But yes, definitely dividend investing has changed the way I look at building wealth. Thank you for listening to my podcast on stock market investing. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, which you can find by searching my name, Giovanni Richters. Also, be sure to check out my books and audiobooks on stock market investing. I'll catch you in the next episode.